0: welcome to the credit union overtime podcast my name is larry and i'm your podcast host for the credit union webinar network this episode features compliance consultant molly Stull with broad consulting services who will answer questions about her webinar titled branch managers and head tellers managing the critical aspects molly began her career as a teller while working on her undergraduate degree And has continued working in the financial industry ever since her favorite role has always been educating staff and strongly believes that if staff understands the reason for a process they will be more compelled to follow the procedures molly holds a bachelor's from the university of akron and an mba from ashland university If you want to learn more about this topic after the podcast, be sure to check out the podcast notes where you'll find a link to Molly's webinar and a coupon for 10% off exclusively for our listeners. Without further ado, welcome to the Credit Union Overtime Podcast, Molly.
1: Thank you, Larry. I'm glad to join you today.
0: Yeah. You know, you have that webinar coming up with us titled Branch Managers and Head Tellers, Managing the Critical Aspects. So, What are the critical aspects that you're going to talk about in your training?
1: Absolutely. I'm glad to share that with you. Well, it starts with making sure that you, whether you're a branch manager or a head teller, that you're leading by example. And to be honest, it also involves you being a salesperson because it's so important that you You plan, influence, facilitate, and organize meetings, communications, training, and procedures. So we're going to talk about how you do all that. And another critical aspect that we're going to talk about is making sure that you effectively onboard a new employee so that they want to become part of your strong team. Well, good. Um, So when you talk about a strong team and, uh, and I know
0: managing and leading a high functioning team, that can be a lot of work. Um, and my question for you on that is, is it really worth it? Um, what benefits tend to manifest from having a high functioning team?
1: Larry, you're right. It is absolutely a lot of work, but while it's going to take, um, that, you know, while it's going to take some work to lay that groundwork, it's absolutely worth it in the long run. So what what do you need for a high functioning team? They have to be self-sufficient, self-motivated, and truly they have to be eager to help. And that's it, and they are eager to help once they become invested. Yeah. So it, it's these those are all these the things that you need to make a high functioning team work.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. Um when you talk about self-sufficiency and self-motivation, and then you also talk about teamwork. Um, and how that can help improve efficiencies, professionalism, and even accuracy. What are some of the risks of not focusing on teamwork within a branch?
1: Yes, when when teamwork is not the focus, you know, your your, your team members become disinterested, they lack that motivation, and unfortunately, they have that I have to go to work feeling instead of I get to go to work, you know, attitude that that energetic attitude that we so want. Um, And that's what you want. You want that invite that work environment that they want to go to. And when they want that, it leads to typically it leads to not so much a a lower level of employee turnover. um, And when you don't have that environment, then you're not going to typically reach your goals. And it's just not a productive environment to work Mm -hmm. in. Hmm.
0: I agree. Now, so as a, so let's, as a, I'll run a scenario by you. I'm a fairly new branch manager and I've inherited a somewhat dysfunctional culture in my branch. What are the first two or three things, the actionable things that I should start with to move things in the right direction?
1: All right. So it sounds like you've got a challenge on your hand and we're going to get you ready for that challenge. Good. So first, you have to recognize that it's not going to change overnight. It's going to be a work in process. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the same token, even if you do have a functional branch, you got to keep working at it so that it doesn't become dysfunctional because things just don't happen on autopilot. Okay. Um, so when, So first, recognize that it's not an overnight fix. Second, root cause. What is causing that dysfunctionality? Is, is it due to poor workflow? Are there some human functions involved? And then third, remember that you're not going to change it overnight. So we're going to start small. Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day, <laughs> but you want to set some small goals so that you can start to see the turnaround and to show progress. But most importantly overall is make sure that you are transparent with your staff.
0: Okay transparent with your staff. Can you expound on that just a little bit?
1: Yep, absolutely. You want to make sure, you know, have them buy into this process. Be, Be honest with them. Recognize that there's issues and we're addressing them, you know, share with them what it is that you're trying to accomplish and where your concerns are. And they also know, I'm positive that they also know where the weaknesses exist and get, you know, be transparent with them. Ask them for their suggestions as well. So they're part of the fix
0: okay no that sounds good. Um, you mentioned I want uh, that employees or your staff your team will often know where their problems are and uh, I know in my in some of my experience I've noticed that um, you know I'll identify a problem with the team as a team leader or a manager or whatever um, and then I'll come to the team with it And everybody will be nodding their heads as if they all knew. Yeah, that's the problem. It's about time you addressed it.
1: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's important when you recognize that, that, you know, you've identified that and you come to them, you're, they're buying into the overall process. And, yeah. you know, it, again, it's a team, you can accomplish mm-hmm. so much more when it's a team environment and not an I versus them environment. You're all mm-hmm. working for the same company. The last time I checked, <laughs> your paychecks all come from the same financial institution.
0: Yep. Yep. I agree speaking of leadership we talked a little bit about you know being a leader of a team is leadership is that something that can be learned or is it something we just either have or we don't have and there's not much we can do about it after the fact
1: well i'm a firm believer that leadership absolutely can be learned in my mind everybody has the ability to grow and develop as a leader the important thing is that you surround yourselves with the right tools and people. Yeah. Now, that's not going to say that some may not already have maybe some more natural, you know, gifts, but you all, all of you have the ability to become leaders. Mm. Okay. Okay.
0: You talk a little bit about, in some of your description of the upcoming webinar, um, you talk about the difference between managing employees and coaching them. What What is that in a nutshell? What's the difference between managing employees and coaching them? It sounds very similar to me.
1: Yeah. Well, to me, there's two distinct differences, and it's very simple. To, when you manage, you boss them around. When, mm-hmm. when you coach, you work with them, and you and your staff members are growing together. So. Yeah. Very similar. It's both short and sweet, but there's definitely very distinct differences between managing and coaching.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Time management, going back to that first statement about leadership and managing a team is a as a heck of a lot of work, which involves time and time management always seems to be a big hurdle for a lot of leaders and managers. Do you have some quick tips for improving time management that our listeners can put to use today?
1: Yes, I sure do. And it starts with managing communications. And we're going to talk about just the written documents that come across your desk. Now, I realize that there may be not as many as what there used to be, but it's important when you touch a piece of paper, deal with it right away with that initial touch. If it's something that can be filed in that special bin, you know, that goes to the shred, put it there right away. If not, make sure that you file it in the pr- appropriate folder, whether it's something for the next meeting, whether it's something that needs more time. So you put it in that special folder that you've, you know, scheduled some time to address the documentation within that folder. Hmm. The other t- tip that I want to say is emails. Emails can definitely suck up a whole lot of time. True. So I would recommend the two-minute rule, which means when you schedule your t- – first, also schedule some time to address emails. And when you do that, when you're looking at them, if you can address that email in two minutes, do it. Get it done and get it over with. Um, and I think a lot of people, they they set those those – notification so that every time an email comes up, they're looking at their watch or they're listening for that sound and they interrupt what they're doing, their thought process just to see what important email came in, even though it could just be, you know, not at all that critical. So set some time, schedule some time to address emails and don't let those emails run your life, you decide when you're going to look at emails and address them. And like I said, uh, just a minute ago, I'd strongly recommend maybe first thing in the morning, right before or after lunch, mid-afternoon, but set some time to address them and otherwise step away from them.
0: Okay. Um, Do you, just out of curiosity, I'm, by the way, I'm taking a ton of notes here (laughs) because I'm going to put some of this stuff to use today. Um, Out of curiosity, those email notification sounds that constantly go off while you're trying to work. Do you have, do you turn those on or do you turn those off in your, just in your personal?
1: In my personal, they're off. Are they? They are off. And Mm -hmm. um, periodically, depending upon what I'm doing, I will check emails frequently. But when I know um, I need to meet a deadline or I've got a long list, then I shut my, I don't focus on my emails at all. I'm like, I'm going to check them before lunch. And that's all that I do. And you know, it, it, it works. It truly I like does. It. I like it. Yeah. All right. So Larry, uh, you've asked me questions. It's my turn. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're a, pres- you're a president and CEO. Okay. What have you used any of these critical aspects that we've talked about in managing your company?
0: You know um, I have actually, I, one of the things that I that goes back to the teamwork thing is um You mentioned empowering your team, helping them to become self-sufficient, self-motivated, things like that. And what I found early on as a leader was that um, if I trust my team to do their jobs without micromanaging that process, if I build some trust with them and say, look, I trust you to make this decision, these decisions are in your control, I'll back you 100%. And trust them to do that, and then actually follow through by trusting them when they do it, and not not getting um, you know (laughs) micromanaging later down the road. Um, I find that my team is a lot higher functioning team when you allow them, or when I've allowed them to uh, grow and learn things and do things on their own and make decisions on their own. And I'm not talking just trivial decisions. I'm talking some high level stuff too. So um, you know, if if uh, if one of my employees is in a conversation with a customer and that customer is somebody who's maybe a little unhappy with the way things have been handled and they're demanding a refund, that employee has the, has the authority to issue that refund, if that's the is that if that's what they feel will will solve the problem, and I'll never question that. I think I think it's that trust and that teamwork thing that's really worked for me. And then also your tip about time management, I I like the the two minute rule is amazing. I, I hadn't heard that one. I'm going to use it, um, but I use other other time management tools as well. So it's just really fun to to kind of hear uh, all this from a different perspective.
1: But That's great. I'm glad you know you're right. Trust, and I didn't talk about trust so far in our little our conversation here, but yeah. trust is is essential because ultimately, as a leader, you want to be able to take vacations. I mean, you're you're growing mm-hmm. in in nurturing in developing your employees so that you're comfortable when you need to step aside on vacation or you're busy in mere meetings that you're competent that's your branch or your business or even if it is you know outside of the business world if it's mm-hmm. you know a, a community organization you're part of you want it to continue on without your 24-7 mm-hmm. micromanagement And that empowers your team and empowers the people and truly they want to be part of that environment. And they're going to want to come to that meeting and they're going to want to come to your place to your place of employment so that they feel empowered. And they just the environment is so critical. I like that. So lots of good things to talk about.
0: This is. Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing the webinar to our audience and to our listeners. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please check out Molly's webinar titled Branch Managers and Head Tellers, Managing the Critical Aspects. Podcast listeners can enter the coupon code MANAGER10. That's manager spelled out and the numbers one and zero, MANAGER10, at checkout for 10% off your webinar purchase. More details can be found in the episode notes. You can also find links to check out Broad Consulting Services website, our LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and blog. Before I close the podcast, I would like to thank our Credit Union League partners, Molly Stoll, Broad Consulting Services, and you, the listener. Until next time, thank you.